Welcome to Conversations with the Card Reader, the official podcast for the House of Divina. I'm so glad you're here. Grab your favorite beverage and take a seat. Let me talk with you for a while. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Conversations with the Card Reader, the official podcast for the House of Divina. This is the final episode for season two. And in today's episode, you will understand the term cardomancy, what it looks like at the House of Divina, and how you'll experience that in your life as you work with me. So for those of you who are new here, um, my name's Tony, also known as Davina. I'm the owner of the House of Davina, which is a tarot house in the suburbs of Chicago here in Illinois. I'm also the host of this podcast, and I've been reading cards for a number of years. I started this podcast as a way to continue conversations and engagement with the guests of the House of Divina, but I've also found it to be very helpful to provide insight, information, and education to those of you who may obtain general readings on social media, but you don't yet have your own tarot card reader that you go to in order to get information specifically for you. So let's continue the conversation. So let's let's think about, first of all, why is it that people even come to see me or a real-life tarot card reader in the first place? One of the things I understand or have come to understand very clearly in my 30s was that people need answers. They need answers, they want information, and they want to understand things better. Um, I also understood or came to understand in my late 20s and early 30s that people don't really even care where they get the information from as long as the information is solid, uh, so true, right? They can depend on it and useful. And if you don't believe me about the fact that people need and want answers, there are businesses that have been created based on this need to provide valuable insight and information. One of those is something that most of us use on a daily basis, Google. Um, If not Google, Reddit. If not Reddit, YouTube. If it's not that, then it's different kinds of consultancies. So um, whether you are looking to an attorney or a doctor or you are looking to a professional speaker, people are also searching for validation. Uh, And when it comes to something like tarot, they're looking for a safe space to kind of vet some of their ideas. I've found it very helpful for people to kind of explore self to understand self a little bit better, even more importantly, to kind of face self, do some maybe inner child healing to nurture and to heal just wounds as a result of experiencing life in this manifestation, not even so much as pointing the finger to blame parents or um, people we used to love, so exes or anything like that, but just the trauma sometimes that we experience in our humanness Uh, out of a lack of ability to live in our wholeness as we did when we were energy outside of this realm. And so the other thing that people are looking to do is certainly to maybe avoid additional consequences or negative consequences, I should say. And so they come to see somebody like me so that they can kind of talk about it and get an understanding. And it's helpful to have somebody like me to talk to because one, I don't know you personally, right? I don't know your story. I don't know what's going on. The only insight that I have is usually that first um, 
conversation that you and I have together when we are talking about why you've come to visit me. But then that information is either negated or validated in the initial readings that I'm doing for you when I'm talking to the divine about how best to support and help you. That brings me to the idea of cardamancy. For those of you who have been with me for some time, you've heard me use that terminology. For those of you who are new to tarot or new to me, cardomancy is simply a fancy term for using cards, any kind of card, in order to divine or obtain information about a situation, circumstance, or people or person that you would normally not have access or information to. And so what that looks like at the House of Divina, everything is a touch of cardamancy, art that's on the wall, the pillows that are on the couches and chairs, um, the tools that you will find here, maybe the enchanted jewelry that I have myself created, or, um, or the tarot apothecaries that are created by myself as well as a friend vendor or the cards that I have here available for investment for yourself to take home with you. There are different kinds of cards. Uh, So you will find Kipper cards, which is a 36 card deck that I use to help me to understand a scenario when there are a lot of different people involved. And I use it to see better Um, where people are coming from, what's their interaction, what's their motivation, um, and how they're interacting with everything that's going on. Another type of card that I use is called Lenormand. It's 36 cards, very much like Kipper, but the meaning and understanding of the cards are very different. And when I use those cards, I'm using them in usually a nine-card spread, Uh, But there's also this thing called the Grand Tableau, where I will use all 36 cards, usually in four rows of nine, to help me get a more grand look at your scenario or situation. When I'm doing something like that, that's usually um, we're having a, a meeting where we're meeting for about an hour or so, just because there's so much information there. And then there is, of course, tarot, which is the primary methodology of cardamancy that people know or are familiar with or have been introduced to or have heard of. Uh, That's 78 cards, and this being the final episode of season two, if you listen to some of the previous episodes in this season, I go into great detail about what tarot is and how I use that to read for you. Other cards that I use are cardamantic options that are available for both investment here at the House of Divina online at thehouseofdivina.com and that I'm using here when I'm uh, reading for you are what I refer to as oracle or angel cards. Now, oracle and angel cards are not structured. And what I mean by that is with tarot, there are 78 cards. You're always going to have the exact same 78 cards. They're always going to mean pretty much the same core meaning with additional uh, detail based on the focus of that partic- particular cardamancer, the, the creator of that deck. With Lenormand and with Kipper, those are also very um, structured decks or reading types or languages of cardamancy. And so no matter what designer deck you go with, it's always going to be 36 cards unless somebody gets real fancy and throws in an extra two or something to create something extra, but that's not the traditional 
form of Kipper or Lenormand, but you're always going to have those same 36. But when it comes to something like angel cards or oracle cards, you can have any number of cards. I've seen it as few as 44, uh, which for right now tends to be the trend, and that may have more to do with uh, numerology and what 44 references rather than anything else. And then I've seen them all the way up to like 56 or um, sometimes 70 cards, but it just really kind of depends on what that card developer or designer is trying to get across. So it's not going to be any particular structure, and those cards are going to mean whatever the designer of those cards will have them to mean. Whereas when you're looking at Kipper, Lenormand, and Tarot, they're going to mean exactly have the exact same structure as any of the other cards, and anything beyond that would be additional insight and uh, meaning for those particular cards. What does what does cardomancy look like when you come into the House of Divina? I mentioned already that, you know, when you come in for retail or investment purposes, you can purchase any of these or invest in any of these. But when you come in for reading with me, how cardomancy plays out in your life or your experience will ultimately be to provide you with results, information, insight. And when I'm reading for you, you may be investing or making an energetic exchange for a tarot card reading, but it may very well happen that when you come in to see me, that the divine has no interest in introducing you to tarot, maybe not at first or maybe not at all for our reading. And what may happen is that cardomancy differently may show up. I may wind up doing a Kipper card reading for you or a Lenormand card reading for you. I may wind up doing a tarot card reading for you, but that tarot card reading or Lenormand or Kipper card reading or even gypsy card reading may result in me using angel or oracle cards to support the reading that we're doing. Here's an example of how that worked in real time. It is right now June 25th, And I recently attended a Juneteenth festival. And at that festival, I brought a number of cards that were representative of the the market or the the group of people that this event or festival was uh, marketed towards. When I said in my, in the last episode, the emancipation of influential card readers, that when I first started reading tarot, there were no people who looked like me in the decks. There were 78 cards and there were no brown people. But right now, there are so many wonderful and amazing decks that you can you can find a deck that is representative of any and every ethnicity or even lifestyle, really, in the cards. And so I wanted to bring that to light to educate that population of people. One of the things that I did is I, I do this thing. It's a new offering that I have right now called um, the Ancestors Calling Reading. And I'll talk about that a little bit later. But for this particular client, she came in, she sat down, we did a, an Ancestors Calling Reading. And in that reading, before we even got started, um, I was drawn to the African Goddess Rising Oracle by Abiola Abrams to use this with this particular guest. And there were a couple of cards that came up. When I'm using Oracle cards, I don't tend to read those. 
I will, the card will come up, I will show the card to the guest, and then I will give them the book to read that private message. And while they're reading that message, I will begin to shuffle the, the Tarot, Kipper, or Lenormand cards to be able to provide them with the reading. And in this particular case, you know, the information she said was very insightful, helpful, and spoke specifically to her. Well, that's what the experience is like when we're engaging cardamancy. And it's likely to be like when you experience cardamancy when you're sitting with me. After she read those oracle cards from the African Goddess Rising Oracle by Abiola Abrams, I then went about doing the Ancestors Calling reading for her. And the information that came up aligned with the cards that jumped out for her in the oracle. The divine is smart enough to understand that whatever is happening in those cards needs to be congruent. It needs to work together um, to provide a cohesive message for you, the the querent. When I'm reading for her, when I'm reading for you, I may use any number of cards. Ultimately, the goal is to get you a message because when you leave my table, when you leave my space, when you leave the house of Divina, I want you to have actionable information that helps you know, first and foremost, that one, the information resonates with you, two, that it's talking specifically about you in your situation, and three, that you'll have a plan of action so that you're not feeling helpless um, to be able to move forward to get results in your own life. As we wrap up season two, I'm introducing and offering you an opportunity to try my newest collection here at the House of Divina, The Root Collection. It is my personal experience with spirituality and elemental magic that I am now sharing with you. I have enchanted jewelry as well as besoms. I've created ashe waters, mojo bags, magic spell kits, ceremonial smokable teas, as well as mascarilla, black salt, high john, and Dr. Buzzard's willow water and hot foot. The House of Divina is still a tarot house, not a botanica nor an apothecary. But as I continue to share who I am in totality with my guests here at the House of Divina, you are likely to see more items. I do practice all forms of magic, elemental, so fire, earth, water, and air, but I also practice spiritual spirituality, so that's where working with the Orisha come in. And then I use tarot as a way to combine all of that in order to live my life more strategically. So thank you so much for joining me on season two of Conversations with a Card Reader. Stay tuned to season three. I look forward to seeing you all soon. Thank you so much for coming over to my house. If you enjoyed this episode of Conversations with a Card Reader, please subscribe and download the podcast so you're notified when the next episode airs. You can find me on all social media as The House of Divina. Oh, and next time, bring a friend who needs a friend.